What's happening everybody and welcome to the Dell and Keith show. I'm Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing? I'm alright mate, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, we're back. <laughs> I know, I've been far too long. Well, it mate. has been, it has been just life getting in the way, isn't it mate? That's what happens. It's all go, eh? It is, it is and we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Jesus, I don't we? Aye, we do, we've got a lot to go through. Um, so what we're going to chat about tonight is just basically the past year, the, well, the last since we well, the last pod we done was the fifteenth of December. So talking about this year, this calendar year, yes, not, not the past year. We'd be no, here forever. No. Aye, uh, aye. Sorry, just the this calendar year since basically since the Celtic game. After that, I just since I we came back after the Christmas break. And yep, late. It was eighteenth of January or something. That was our yeah. first game, and um, it's been an absolute shit show, <laughs> say the least. Yes, I, I think if you're a Rangers fan listening, this is depressing. If you're a Celtic fan, this is porn. Um, it's it's not been good. Either. No, it's not. It's not. So let's so let's crack on with it then. Since the so since the start of the year, Keith, you want to, you want to do the bit the the numbers for us. Aye, okay. So just um, I guess in, in terms of points dropped anyway. Uh, you you know whether this paints the total picture or not, I don't know. But in the first half of the year, up until just in the league purely. Up until the the break, we dropped seven points in nineteen games. Right. So right, right. That's pretty good, good form. Going. Aye. Halfway through the year, pretty good. We're at fifty points. That's us on a hundred. Probably yep. going to win the league if you do that. Um. Since we've came back, we've played nine games and we've dropped thirteen points. Again, just in the league. Obviously, we have also unceremoniously been papped at the cup by yep. a average pub Hearts team. Um, bottom of the league. Uh, we are bottom of the league, yes. Until they um, moved up, uh, just in time for us to play Hamilton and get beat by them when they were yep. bottom of the league. But anyway, we'll come on to that a bit later on, I guess. Um, aye, so that's just a very revealing stat about how good we were doing and how bad we've fallen off the yep. wagon. Um, yep. Scary numbers. I know you've got all of our games and yep. it doesn't make for any better reading really, no. when you break them down no it does not this includes all competitions yeah pretty much I have included all competitions so we started on Stranra after the winter break winning 2 nothing. not exactly setting any header on fire exactly like exactly then St Mirren at home winning one nothing. the week after that getting beat off hearts away from home when they were bottom of the league again at that point probably I yeah. we took the lead yep Ryan Kent scored mm-hmm. and then we Squandered it. Yep. It's going yep. to be a repeated theme, I think, here. Yep. Then back at Ibrox for the Ross County game, one two nothing. Again, no setting any headers alight, we should be beating them. Pretty drab, eh? Yep. Week after that, nothing each at home with Aberdeen. No, that was during the week, sorry. Aye. The Aberdeen game, drawn nothing each. That was pretty grim. Yep. Again, and then beating Hibs, 2-1. Um, you reminded me that was Hadji's last-minute goal. Ah, it was a, a, a late winner. Yeah. Um. To be fair, I think we were the better side, but again, not 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 a fantastic performance by no. any stretch. Considering we played them at Ibrox early in the season and it was six one. Yes, obviously Scott Allen's pass counted for seven. Oh yeah, did I so? We forget to mention but, a moral yeah. a moral victory for Hibs that day. Yes, I definitely. Aye. Um, next game was the Hamilton game where we won four one and that was in the cup. But again, it was like a barrage of late goals, wasn't it? Yeah, aye, it wasn't. Wasn't a great performance then. As always, our standard getting beat off Kelly at the start of the year. Um, what, score, what was the scoreline? Uh, we could beat 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Is that not like the last like four or five times you've went there? It's pretty much. One, pretty standard scorer. Yep. Like you say, obligatory scoreline. Yep. Um, after that, we went came came back to Ibrox and beat Livingston 1-0. Um, 
Again, definitely not setting anything alight there. Another, another tough, boring, drab game. Teams yep. not to players. Yep, and then it went on to the European Cup stage where uh, the UEFA, Europa League, sorry, where we beat Braga 3-2 and what was a game where we were discussing this, the first half, they were, that's probably the best team I've seen at Ibrox this year. Aye. In terms of the performance that they played, they were so relentless, so hard, um, non-stop. The, the formation that they played was, you know, we didn't know how to combat it in the first half. No, I think the, I mean, the fact that it was only 1-0 at half-time was, was your saving grace. The yep. tie probably should have been out of sight by half-time and that would have been, we couldn't really have argued, you know, no. if, it, if it was. Um, obviously, you'll come on to the, the score lines and the tie didn't quite go the way that no. it looked like it was going aye. to go in the first half. But yep, I came back in. Came back in one three two, which was a, an amazing night at Ibrooks. Phenomenal. Right. And then um weekend after that we go to um McDermott Park in Drawby St Johnston. Right. Which was a terrible one, you know. Getting beat one nothing, then went to two one, like hey, cool, we got a victory here and then Stevie May pops up and scores. Stevie May of all people. Yes. What a aye. and I mean that was a a running theme as well was just calamitous goals yep definitely and then the again back midweek to going to Braga and winning which was me and you watched this game in the pub um, together um, played they were, they were excellent <laughs> can you I mean the answer to this is probably but can you can you name better away performances in Europe I mean it's up there with Leon. it is like that's the only one that really springs to mind where you think away in Europe where it's been so complete and went so perfect almost aye Leon John Smith's era the three, aye, the final. Three, aye obviously the return leg didn't quite go no so well but genuinely I think away in Europe I, I struggle to think many better than, than that Braga performance no I can't think any literally I think Leon's maybe the only the only shape. I've had other good ones like the 1-0 win in Monaco maybe and yeah. stuff like that so it's not been without and then Away to Sporting in the UEFA Cup run, obviously yep. we were pretty good away from home, on and all of those, a lot of those ties. But yeah, that that's to me complete performance wise. Nah, it was it? excellent. It was right up there against a, a side banging form. Yeah, like their twenty twenty is the complete opposite of ours, isn't it? You know yeah. they've been the best team in Portugal, humping everybody. So and um, as if anything, the one nothing result flattered them. Aye, aye. As well, we had a lot of good chances, particularly in the first half. Um, Aye. We um Canberry. Canberry and Kent. Kent. Kent yeah, both through on goal ish almost, you yeah. know, like shooting for kinda of twelve, fifteen yards out or less and should be scoring. Yep. That's probably the only difference I'd say between that and Leon and Leon we took our chances and we got the three yeah. goals. Braga it was only the one when like you say it probably could have been three. Yeah, it could have been. At least. Yep. And then penalty save, I know. So very true, aye. All penalty. before a fucking half time. Yep. <laughs> And then on the come back, come back home, play Hearts away in the cup. Mop, mop. One of the worst performances I think I've seen in a Rangers team, except from the game we're going to talk about next. <laughs> but I think the Hearts performance was, was good. Was, no, no, it was the, the I, I, you mean Hearts? I, I didn't Aye. think Hearts were that great. I thought Hearts were all right. They weren't as good as they they were the you know the previous times they gave us problems at Tiny mm-hmm. this year. I thought they looked a bit like, uh, can we get this out and done with and we can get back to trying to survive in the league. Yeah. Um, I thought Earhart's performance was was kind of like the end of 
Murty days, aye, warps or whatever, yeah. you know, like it was. Oh, oh, that was missing out there was Matt Crooks aye. playing centre mid. It was proper, but to be fair, I mean, Gerard even said himself in the post match, and you know, we, we'll probably come on to talk about him and his interview, but he said that was it reminded him of performances that he was watching before he came in. Aye, Marty, that's exactly what he's saying. Yeah, and that's what he is saying. And then aye. after that, playing Hamilton um, during the week at Ibrooks, and you beat one nothing. Mm. Off them, unreal, absolutely. I, in our in our group chat, we are two other mates. I lost my shit, man. I was. <laughs> aye, aye, I think um, everybody, 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 we were all. I think most of us did. Um, aye. The next day I went to work, and uh, I was in a stinkery mood, and then uh, somebody says to me, "I hadn't seen it." I said, "Oh, have you seen Neil Lennon's reaction?" And see when he was like. Hamilton Aye What really Starts laughing and I, I was like Oh man And then I had to Go into a Like I'm a work I've been moving floor So there was like A meet and greet Like meet your new neighbours so Basically the idea is You go up and make small talk With somebody you've never met And you go and tell them Who you are And what, you're, what your job is And all that stuff worst, I was, worst time to be doing that I was the worst guy in the world man All, these, all my new neighbours were like That guy's clearly a prick do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm not up for this, man. I need to go. I'm, I'm not making small talk with anybody. It's I'm fizzing. So bad, so right. bad. When you look at the, when you, when you look who beat us, it's bottom of the league teams again, again. And this is one thing that we should look at is, what are they doing during the winter break? Because that's two seasons in a row where we've came back, and the players look shagged, absolutely done in. Aye. <laughs> I mean, what what's he doing to me in Dubai? I don't know, man. And, and that, that, I suppose that brings us nicely onto the... Right, OK, so it's been a disaster, pretty much, Europe aside. And, I mean, even then, I would say, going through all those games, Braga away is the only good performance. Mm-hmm. Braga at home with a good 15 minutes. Yeah. But they were a better side. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. Since the winter break, for the second year in a row, we've came back and we've just threw away points like they were... Pound notes and the strippers. Yep, we've came back on a... We've went on the break on an absolute high. Pound notes enough, I get it, Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Um, we've came back on an absolute... Well, we've went on to the window break on an absolute high, beating Celtic two years in a row. Aye. Um, at that time. And then... Just capitulating after a few games back. I mean, <sighs> do you think... My... Well, obviously, we, 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 we don't know this, but I just... For what it looks like it looks like that when they're going on when they're going to Dubai they're having another pre-season in that heat and condition which having to going through pre-season must be bad enough but going through pre-season during the season Aye. in a hot country must be and bear in mind after December where we played what was it like Eight games or something like that. Eight games, I think it was. Eight games and. In four weeks or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, so it's not like you're coming off the back of, you know, you've played two games in a month and you're like, ah, well, you know, we need to get sharp. Um, My my biggest fear, I remember, like, uh, we might even have spoken about this, but going into the the January break and that, Gerard, he said at one point, I don't know if it was before it or during it, he said, what cost us last year was that the. the cow and beef game got called off, so we didn't get a chance to kind of shake off the cobwebs. Cobwebs. Aye. And I remember thinking, no mate, I seen them. We seen them last January. That it wasn't that they were lacking match sharpness because they 
their cup game against some pish team got cancelled. Yeah. They look knackered. Yep. So if he thinks that's the problem, I think we're going to be in the same problem again. Yeah. Because he's going to overwork them, but he's going to make sure they get a game in before it. Aye. Like, nah, man, that wasn't the problem. The problem was they were overworked. Yeah. Was my interpretation. Now, I don't know what actually went on in Dubai. I wasn't in Dubai either of those years. So, well, first, first year was in Spain or something like that, wasn't it? Um, so we, we don't know, but it just looks like they've came back totally overworked yep. and knackered and even just mentally exhausted because they've not had a break. Yeah. And the other side of the city, both times have went away to similar places and came back totally rejuvenated, like they've been on holiday and had a spa break and yep. came back and spanked teams. Aye. That's the way it seems like. Um, you know, by all means, take them away and, you know, train them and stuff like that. But you've got to remember, this, the, the, two years, the last two years in December have been our busiest years where we've played like seven, eight games like you said, in that period of time. And then t- even towards the end, we played we played on the 23rd, we played on the 26th, and then we played on the 29th. Aye. You know, you're playing three games, and then also in the middle, that's Christmas as well, you know what I mean? Aye, so you've got, you've got all that happening, and then they go away to Dubai, and then get the fucking socks fucking worked off them. I know. And then we, we talk about December, we're talking cup final against Celtic, you know, the last games in the groups to qualify and get through in Europe. Talking about old firm played, games again, all these games. We played Aberdeen away from home. Aye. As well, we played a lot of hard games away from home. Aye, aye. Um, during that time, and we even, went Easter Road. And even the, the games that we played at home were like Kilmarnock and all that. It yeah. wasn't like you were playing again. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a tough, it tough was. month. It was all tough games, mainly away. So, aye, I, I, I don't know, man. Do you think they're getting their pans knocked in when they go away during the winter pre-season? Aye, they'll be... All we can say is from the outside, when they come back, it looks they look like tired, it. they look yep. drained, um, physically, and I'd imagine somewhat mentally. Yeah. Another thing, which I don't know, we'll maybe segue into the manager, but he also, Disney, you do a lot of rotation, so it's the same bodies. Yep. If he was rotating everybody, so everybody was staying sharp, so see when you've got your Ross Counties and your St Mirrens and that, see if he's playing... Jordan Jones and Greg Stewart and all these guys, then they stay sharp, they stay fresh, yep. it takes the pressure off everybody else, everybody stays sharp and fresh, whereas what he does is, he doesn't do anything until it's too late, and the guys are all knackered because they've been playing 50 games a season so far, and then the other guys, they bring them out of the cold, and guess what, they're not good enough yeah. to speed. So it doesn't give anybody a chance, no. do you know what I mean? Like, I feel rotation could be part of the problem, yeah. but... Anyway, I just just building on the fatigue uh, yeah. argument that we're making. I feel like if we're going to talk talk about the manager and the backroom staff as well, with Gerard, it seems like he doesn't forgive very easily. You know, as soon as you do something wrong or you fuck up, particularly, I think some players get it, like, you're out. Like, it seems like he's always waiting for a chance to, well, we'll talk about the players, but Aye. it seems like once he gets a chance to be able to do that with a certain player, then that's them that's them done and out for a good few weeks. Aye. Um as well. There's some of the other things that I've questioned, you know, like we've got but just just on that point though, like you say, so some of the players like they sneeze at the wrong time and that's them gone yep. for months. And there's some boys that There's some boys who'll just continually take a shit right in the fucking right in the penalty spot yep. every week. And certain boys get who high are, fives and praised in the media. There's like, certain boys who are bomb proof in that squad, which I think we'll talk about in a wee bit. Aye, aye. Um, as Sorry, well. Aye, aye. Uh, no, 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 mate, no. I think um, I think the management, the, the obviously Stephen Gerrard is a massive name and he comes with a massive reputation, but in terms of the management side of things, he's he's very new. This is his first 
manager's job. You've obviously managed Liverpool under twenties, but Aye, this is his that, first. That, that's a coach. Do you yeah. know what I mean, that's not a manager. You're, yeah. not, you're not managing anything. You're just you're a coach for a, a under eighteen team. I think when he talks before a match, he talks. He's, he's exceptional. I think when he does his press conferences, he's exceptional. It's his after. It's his uh, post match reactions where it sounds like he's a player who has just been beat. And he's try. He, he doesn't know what to say. You know, he's blaming players. He's saying, um, he's saying the wrong things. So, do you think he's still a bit too emotional? Then, you, yeah. You think he's maybe not quite got that. You know, as a manager, you've almost got to be a wee bit cold and distant. At I least think so. I think so. Leader. I think in terms of that, I think if look at look at Walter, if 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 Walter Smith came into the dressing room and gave you a rollicking, I think the players knew, you know. We are getting our ass booted here. Ah, yeah, Whereas yeah. I don't know if they know that with, with Gerard. You know, I don't know if it's, you know, if it's a case of that. I think that's a case where he should maybe rely on the coaching staff and he's, you know, Gary McAllister to go in and sort of, you know, sort the players out. And then when he comes in, it's like, oh fuck, we're in trouble here. Aye, daddy's home. Aye, exactly. Yeah. The other thing, you you you've got two kids, so you you'll know this better than me. But my understanding, certainly from from kids or in general, is that. If you're one of the parents that's just constantly shouting at your wings, it loses its effect, right? Because yes. you just it becomes a norm. So if you are going to criticise players in the media, and I guess I I, I don't know, I, I'm not that. I don't know. Maybe you maybe you should you should keep. I'm it not a fan. I don't. I'm not a fan. But of even if you believe that it has value and it has merit, if you do it every time you don't get a result you want, then. It doesn't have any value anymore because yep. it just becomes a norm. So it totally devalues it. It's got to be a man. We know we fucked up because he went that far that he criticised us in public. Yeah, that means we really made a mess of it. Whereas if you're like every time you drop points, he's throwing players under the bus. Yeah, it doesn't carry. It doesn't mean it. No. it doesn't carry any weight. It doesn't. It's no. It's no a, a big. He's no breaking out the big guns anymore. It's no. just the norm. And I. I don't know. I feel like that. Is if you are going to do it, then use it as a tool. Don't just use it as a oh, I'm pissed off and I don't know how yeah. to handle my emotions. Yeah. You know, like then you know what I mean. You've got to be calculating. You've got to be that you're in control. When everything you do is with a purpose. And I think in the post match, maybe you're right. Maybe he just gets emotional and his frustrations come out, and he's just been like, I'm pissed off. I've got to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. Aye. Maybe maybe there's there's something to. Being in control and appearing pissed off and honest when it's the right tactic to motivate people or whatever. My thing is going back to that is like you're saying. I totally, I, I totally agree with you. I think in terms of him criticizing the players, he shouldn't be doing that in front of the press. I think he can maybe you know do around stuff saying there's a few boys out there who didn't play well and they know they didn't play well. You know, not fucking dropping any names like saying, you know, Katic had a nightmare. Edmondson had a total. Holocaust there You know stuff like that He should be saying You know He should be You know there's a few boys in there And then do it in private And I totally agree With everything you said there I think there is a sort of Like Mentality thing with him You know like he's Obviously he's hurting And I get that he's hurting We're we're hurting You know the thing about it is is We're paying Hundreds of pounds To go and see this every Every season And it's two seasons in a row That we've been there And this has happened and it's you know it falls on even though the the players do take respons need to take responsibility because it's them but he's picking these players, aye, that do aye. it. And then you hear people say like ah uh, you know he's the manager he can't account for individual errors. Yes, you can. Yes. When the same person makes individual errors every week, then 
drop them. Yes. They're, 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 they've not got the quality or they're not switched on or whatever. And maybe it's that they're too comfortable. Maybe it's that they can't handle the pressure. Maybe it's that, you know, the, the sun was in their eyes and they've not got very good eyesight. No. Maybe it's they're constipated. It doesn't matter what it is. The fact is that you keep picking them and they keep making the same mistake, yep. then take them at the firing line. Aye. If nothing else, then for their confidence, because it'll snowball. Yeah. Or even just from the, we're Rangers and our standards don't allow for that shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't buy the, it's all on the players. Aye. That's not to say that it's no on the players, you know, it's, uh, we'll come on to the players in a, in a minute. But yeah. What about, I mean, you, you mentioned manager and backroom staff. What do we taking the focus off Stephen Gerrard because that's what it tends to be he's a figurehead what about Beal and McAllister especially but also the wider backroom staff Kilshaw and stuff like that as aye, well aye. you know they guys need to take responsibility for this as well because Beal's like supposedly this coaching mastermind you know he's been aye, he's travelled the world he's done you know he's been he's, he's coached in Sao Paulo you know he's, he's he's coached all over the place so he should aye, know this Chelsea thing. he was at Sao yeah. Paulo like Aye, very good. Aye, aye. I mean? So he should he should know what it comes with McAllister as well. I don't know if McAllister's there because he's he played with Gerard and but he's also a blue nose. You know, is he there to please the fans? You know, side of things. You know, it doesn't seem like there's much there's much coming from that. Whereas what's when he bringing to the table? Yeah, I mean. when you seen Archie Knox for talking sakes, he's he was Walter's assistant manager. When we seen him, you seen him go off his dinger and the players. You know, again. We we seen it in the we seen it when we were at Ibrooks. Aye, aye. Um, watching the game like oh he's not happy. Aye. And he's the sort of guy as well that you wouldn't want to mess about with either. Aye. And maybe it's like you said earlier where you know, you've got the assistant coach who can who does do that like emotional loser rag, kicking football boots and, you know, acting like a petulant teenager and it keeps the manager that he's a level above that. So yeah. he doesn't need to do that dirty work. And I don't know, man. I, I'm. I I don't want to. I'm not speaking bad about Gary McAllister. I'm nothing negative to say. No, about I don't him, have anything. But at the same, I'm kind of the same as you. From what we see, I don't know how much positivity he brings either. I'm, I'm sure he's a very positive guy. But what I mean by that is, I'm not sure what he brings to the table. That do you much. ever see McAllister? I watch the dugout when when I'm at the games. I watch the I dugout know. quite a wee bit just to see what's happening. And during the times I've watched it. I see Bale walking up. Aye, he's got the cut quite a lot. Or Cole Shaw I see Cole Shaw walking up a bit. Prepping the, I've never the subs seen, on what to come and, and Bill's directing people and stuff like that. I, I've hardly ever seen Gary Mack going up and Aye. giving instructions. He just seems to sort of sit no. there. I don't know if it's Even just a case. Even doing the warm-up. Like, see when they do like, the wee drills and stuff like that yeah. get warmed up? Gary Mack, Gary Mack, he doesn't tend to do that much either, I no. don't find. But, no, so, again, but I think... Um, Gary McAllister, obviously, you know, he's, he's, he was an exceptional footballer. Oh, yeah, he's, um, he's a great player. And he's a, he's a big blue nose, so he's hurting as well, obviously, during but this But he was well. also a pretty poor manager. Aye. Like, I mean, Where you know... Was we, Coventry? Aye. We, we've learned from how many players, both in our own club and just in world football, that great players don't always well, transition mate. into great managers. Yep. In fact, you could probably argue that, as a rule, they tend not to. No. Actually, the ones that make a success of it are fewer than the ones that make a complete arse of it and patch it do you yeah. know what I mean yeah there's not a lot out there who are good really good players who are no you find top level managers have probably been mediocre players at best like yeah. so Alex Ferguson's a good example you mentioned Walter or Arsene Wenger a lot of these guys barely made it do you no, know what I mean like, whereas 
they go on to become great coaches. Jose Mourinho, there wasn't a footballer. Never, no, he's an interpreter. Yeah. Same as uh, Maurizio Sari, he never played a game of football in his life, but I'm sure he has, but you know, not at any decent level, worth a note. Um, one of Gerard's biggest influences, Gerard Hulier, he wasn't a football player. He, aye. You know, like, so, you, aye. That's crazy. It's crazy, that. So I think, you know, obviously there's been a lot of people calling for his head and all that. I think that's just, I don't, I don't think sacking the manager is the right thing to do because then I, I feel like we're back to square one again with total up who you will during the summer. Again, whereas during the summer, hopefully you'll see that he's got, he's, he's got a few things that he needs to change. Aye. Well, let's be honest. First and foremost, Gerard will be here in the summer. Yeah. Unless he quits. Yeah. The club are not going to sack him. No. Nah. Before the summer. Now, the club might sack him in the summer if we lose 1-0 every domestic game between now and the end of the season. Then yeah. he'll, he'll get sacked. Or he'll go before that. Um but we're, we're not sacking him as no. it stands. It, it would, it would need, the disaster would need to continue for, for Rangers to sack Gerard. He's, he's too big a name. Yep. Who are we going to get in better? We would need to replace the whole backroom staff because, I mean, Gary Mack might stay, but I would imagine... Like, oh, the rest you know, of them like will go. 100%. Bill, Coleshaw, yep. oh, Wilson, we'll they're, they're all gone. Um, so, aye, I mean, it would be a massive upheaval. And, and I'm kind of the same as you. I think that what we needed was rebuilding it was always going to be a project it was always going to take time so we're at that bit now where do we stick with him and hope he turns it to be like Alex Ferguson was at Man United where yep. you know it was a game away for the sack in the FA Cup remember the old yep. famous um, and managed to end up winning a trophy that year and, and you know the that, rest of history as they say right? um, or do we you know maybe he's Maybe he's not cut out for it and he's maxed out and he's got his, you know, he's improved us 100%. Yeah, you he should has. say that, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the team is notably better than when he came in. Um, and the club is in a much better state for him being here. So, you know, we, we can't take that away from him. But maybe he's maxed out. Aye. I don't know. I mean, it's not my job to make that call. No, it's, I guess, not, but it's not our jobs to make that call. But that's, oh no, like I said, I don't, I don't feel like we should sack him because it would just be too much of a major upheaval. Aye. Again, in the summer, you know, it's a new management team, new players coming in and out of the club. Again, time to sell and stuff like that. I don't think it's. I don't think that's the right way to go for us because we've had that upheaval for the last God knows how many years. Aye. You know, we Warburton, Coutinho, Murray, and then into Ger- and no into Gerard now. So this is a bit need a bit of continuity. I know. Aye, I get away from Groundhog Day and get yeah. into the okay. Let's give somebody time. Yep. But then the other side of that as well is, Keith, that he's... That's six domestic trophies that we've been in since his time's there and we've won... We're going to win none of them. It's likely Celtic are going to do a quadruple treble, which mm-hmm. is just unprecedented, crazy. Yeah. Unthinkable for any club to do that. Aye. Let's be honest. If that... If that mean... How how far ahead or how good would be, it spells anyway during nine in a row and... How many trebles did we do during the nine in a row either? Do you know what I mean? Two, three. I don't know if there's many. I don't remember. Two, definitely done two, I think. I don't know. Aye. Well, that's mental. But mental. Do you know what I mean? Done. Like, so yeah. they, they, and they've done, they're, gonna, they're likely going to do four back to back, unless failing some miracle in the cup or even greater miracle in the league or Aye. coronavirus humping everything. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what that could end up being our player of the year. Do you know yep. what I mean? <laughs> aye. Um, aye. the virus. Aye. Get aye. that in the back of your tap. Right, exactly. <laughs> so 
Aye, I, I mean it's just that's not a good that's not a good record for no, any Rangers manager. That isn't. It isn't. So like in fact, that's probably the worst record of any Rangers manager in history. With uh, at a certain point, obviously there'll be Rangers managers that have went and won nothing in the first in, in, in two years. Yeah. But to to be there and preside over uh you know, like six trophies out of six going to Celtic. Yeah. Nobody's ever done that because no. they've all been sacked before that. Yeah. Even if, and it's never happened before. Apart from obviously and Kishinia. All on that have won stuff. Aye. You know, so it's it's a different way. So let's let's go into the let's go into the players side of things. One of the guys I want to talk about first of all is the captain. Go for um, it. I want to talk about Tav. Um, had a good season last season. Aye, aye. Um, yeah, played, a good season last season. Yeah, played well last season, but he also had somebody there supporting him most of it, didn't he? He had Candias there. Aye, I think. Um, supporting him a lot and backing him up and stuff like that. Aye, aye. Um, and then this season, well, particularly after, I think pretty much since, again, since the winter break, he had been awful. Aye, I mean. Awful. I think, aye, since the winter break. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about the rest of the players in a minute, but yes, he has been. He's been very, very bad. To be fair, I mean, he was. He must have been back with injury, but he's yep. he's been when he has been playing. He's been atrocious. I think his season to date, the whole season, it was all right. It was pretty good. I mean, by normal standards, it was a it was a good right back in yeah. the first half. By his own standards, probably not where you where he's he set the bar, but I think. Um, I think your point on Candace is, is is valid and certainly I think that Candace being gone has affected Tav's game. Yep. Maybe that's a tactical thing or maybe it's just a Candace's work rate wiped his arse and got him out of trouble more than often than it not and let Tav get forward more and stuff like that, you know, so that's why he was getting yeah. more assists and stuff. But by any any standard he still had a good he still had a good uh, twenty nineteen half yeah. of this year. Um twenty twenty post he's missing. Diabolical. Um, but, well, I would say I'd go as far as to say that probably the best right back performance we've had in twenty twenty, you could make a case that it was Matt Polster. Aye, Polster. Young. Maybe the bar was set lower and it wasn't actually that good. But just because your expectations were so low, he looked alright. Aye, but I mean, still right. I mean, aye, plenty of games Tav's been rancid or yep. very very best. He's been useless. Aye, do you know what I mean? But he's done nothing, good or bad. No times you've been anonymous now two questions for you right mm-hmm. first one is did you see what was written in the yes the, I did see the what, program. Was, what was written in the programme um, yes right so we'll t- chat about that right. and then the last bit I'll talk about is um, well right we'll, we'll go into the next bit the programme notes were basically didn't saying that teams are basically sussed us out and we're scared to make mistakes. But I when we get when they get in our faces, we kinda handle it. Aye. And our bottle kinda goes when teams press us high and put us under pressure. Basically. What first of all, obviously I'm aware that he doesn't he doesn't write he doesn't write the whole thing. But I didn't write it and print it in his garage. He must they must do a, a mini interview with him first and then they basically regurgitate it into a into a page, you know. I don't. I don't feel like they don't go. James Tavernier said this, and some guys just sitting there making it up. No, no, no. I think the the interview him, and I'd imagine 
It's largely direct quotes. Aye, and then they maybe aye, and they, fill it up. They, 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 aye, they put lots of chattering about it and stuff and the bits in their quote and the bit, you know, and, um, and, and the quotation marks are, aye, I would his. like to think, must be direct quotes. Otherwise, you wouldn't use quotation marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's an interesting point, right? So regardless of what he said, which we'll, we'll come on to in a minute, um, first of all, he shouldn't be saying it. No. And second of all, it should be printed. Somebody should be editing it. <laughs> and third of all, they shouldn't be printing that shit. No. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, it, to be fair to Tav in that front, it's not just him that's made a mess of it. It's, it's Tav as an individual and the club. Yes. I mean, how that made into a programme is. See, even if he said that, they should just have went. They should, the editing guy should have, I mean, I'm sure that they've maybe interviewed him for 10 minutes and they use five quotes or yeah. whatever, right? Maybe I'm, 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 I'm over exaggerating how long they interview these guys for. I don't know, but. I can't imagine they use everything he says. And see, no. even if they do, just don't put that bit in. No. Simple as that. Just don't put it in. And that sort of leads on to, you know, the mentality side of things, which we want to talk about later on. But um, I just go, let's go on to what he said, though. So what do you think about what he said, then? It's... It's just not on. This isn't Rangers... Like, class of Rangers players, you know, saying that. You know, we... We're the most successful team in the world. We shouldn't be talking negatively about, you know, teams like Livingston coming on how to play us, Kilmarnock coming on how to play us, and we're scared of them. They should be scared of us. Aye. It should but, be the other way around. And the other side of that is, um, totally agree on the, the kind of mindset issue. And then you're Ross County coach. You're getting your team ready to play Rangers on Sunday. That's their team talk. The guys just gave you the tactics on how to beat us? Yep. Okay, guys, press them high, get in their faces, they'll fold that away at five up, we'll get three points, happy days. You yep. can take your you can take your winning your win bonus, head down to the pub and then up the road, see get the missus squared up. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> All you need to do is get a copy of that, print it out, put it on your team board and go, This is how we're playing. Tactics. Tactics. Cheers guys. Aye. Make sure you read that. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Done. And no Rangers player, particularly the fucking captain should be saying stuff like this which goes on to my next question hey I, I figured you were going to get there let's go for it what's the next he, question is he is he, is he should he sh- should he still be the Rangers captain and is he captain material <sighs> right so I'm going to answer that um, quickly by saying that I've said on this pod before and I'll you know like I'll stand by that I think Tav's a good player. I think he's an asset. I think he's yep. an important player. I do like him. I wish he was a Rangers captain, but he's not. No. No. I, I genuinely wish. I would love, for everything he's been through, I would love the handover from Wallace, who was our captain when we were properly in the banter years, to Tav, to lead us to a league or some sort of silverware, especially a league. I think that would be, I think that'd be a beautiful story. Yeah. But, I mean, if he, if anybody thought he was a Rangers captain, read the programme notes, he's yep. not a Rangers captain. Yep. I mean, there's other stuff as well, there's other evidence to support it, but he he has not, he has some good qualities, um, and he has some leadership qualities, but he's not a Rangers captain. No. He's, he's not. No. I doesn't um, have a mentality for it, simple as that. I agree with you. I agree with you. I've heard other people saying that um, he is um, a potential... A, a loser because you know he's got this mindset that since he's been at Rangers we've done nothing 
I don't think like they were saying that he's a potential loser because of what. Aye, aye, no, no, I get through. that. I'm not, I'm not calling it, you know, but just what he's been through. Aye, the, he's in a, losing's a habit, and he's in that habit. Yes, basically. yeah, mm-hmm. you know he's, you know he's beaten Celtic. Twice, three times, since he's been at Rangers, he's had a lot of scalpings off Celtic. Well, four times maybe. Uh, the, yeah, four the times. Cup, four uh, times. And then the league games. Uh, and then uh, twice last season and once this year. Yep, and then the the cup semi. Aye, aye. Um, a few years ago when we were in the. Aye, the two each penalties. Aye, um, you know, but in that time as well, he's taken a lot of doings off. Taken a few pastings. Aye. Aye, I I'll be honest. I'm um. I'm not. I I don't really buy that to be honest with you. I'm more a case that. I don't, when you look at the captains that we've had before, he does not fit the mould. You know, he, he's like with Goff, captain of our era, pretty much our, our, our generation growing up. He was a fighter, he was a talker, he was a battler. He was a good, bloody good footballer as well. I'm not saying that Tav isn't, but Tav doesn't have that leadership so when, when, mentality. Aye, when I think of a captain of anybody, especially a big club, Especially a big club where you'd expect it to win every game, and I especially Rangers because you know it's a bit of a. I mean, there's there's very very few clubs like it in world football. Some people would say there's none. I mean, I don't know. You I, I, that's debatable, but there's no many. No. Um, what you need to be is you need to be great at what you do, yep. and so great at what you do that you can almost do it in muscle memory and autopilot that allows you to then keep people around you in check get them a bit up the arse grab them by the scruff of the neck whatever it is yep now I don't think Tav's that guy because no. if he's telling you say, say Goldson makes that mistake or I say that mistake take your pick of any one of a billion mistakes and Tav it, when you see Tav going out to him and just grabbing him and be like hey you fucking get your head out your ass like you need to do better if Tav says that to you you're like dude you just Fell out of the ball, Aye. or what you know, because he makes as many mistakes as anybody. So I, one, I don't think one, he's got that nailed. The only one who done it, but if we're talking about the Hamlet game after that mistake, the only one that done it was McGregor. Man, McGregor was right at to him like a golden. I mean, I don't know if you'd say to his credit, but he's still lying in the deck because he knows he's made a bad mistake, right? And the guy's a human. He wants to win. I don't. And he's not doing this on purpose. No. So you know, like let's not lambast him too much. But McGregor's right up, like. Did gain on that volley, and that's what the yeah. captain should be done. Yeah. Goff is a good example. The other captain of Uri that I would say is maybe like Barry Ferguson. Ferguson. He was a money bastard, but yeah. that's what you're looking for. But good at what he does, and then just moans. These guys are winners who won numerous trophies with Rangers, the captain Rangers at numerous trophies as well. And like I said, they're, you know, they're, there was something different about them as well, plus the fact as well that they both of them were two Rangers supporters as kids aye, aye. as well, which may be something to do with it as well to understand. The, I, I, I think Tav understands how big the club is and the passion and the fans and stuff like that as well, but it's not ingrained in them. Ah, yeah, there's, there's a difference. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I mean, there's a, people can learn it or you can be born living and breathing it yeah. and there's a difference. No, I get yeah. that. So flipping it slightly to Tav's defence or maybe it's the defence of Gerard is... Who in the club's a better captain? I think if you're looking at it, um, if I had to pick someone, I would maybe pick between these guys. I'd maybe pick between McGregor, although I don't particularly like a goalkeeper being my captain and also the way that he is. His, his I temperament sometimes, sometimes and all that. I, I wouldn't maybe have him. And I maybe said before this, um, 
Steve Davis, but Davis has went off the rails, which we'll talk about as well. I would maybe go for like a, an Arfield. Arfield, and my a pick. Jack. Arfield's my pick. I think um, Jack. I don't know. Jack's another decent shout. I think he's maybe. I think he's maybe a potential future captain. But again, the only thing I would say about Jack is, for him to be the captain that we would need him to be, I think he may he needs somebody else to lead him to medals. Yeah. And then. Fine. He can take over from the man. I, I don't I don't think Jack's the Yeah. The lead. I think I think Arfield is the best shout we've got now. Again, I'm not saying that he's a perfect captain. I think we lack genuine top level leaders. I was going to say another word there, but we'll maybe talk about that later. But I from a leadership point of view, um I think we, we lack leadership. Yeah. And I'd say Arfield's probably the best of a bad bunch, I would say. But to be fair to Tav and, and, and to the the manager for picking him, there's no many that are better than him, you know. He is nah. he is a no bad shout for yeah. what we've got to pick from. I can understand it. I mean see when see when we were doing the captain last year and all that, I thought it would have been McGregor. I think um, everybody did. Yeah, and then obviously Tav got it as well. Um, but I think Arfield I would I wouldn't take it off Tav right now, I think at the end of the season. No, I don't think he'd gain anything for taking nah, stripping him in. I think they would maybe go right. You focus on your game. Uh, and that that's the else. point, is yeah. that he's not quite good enough at what his job is to do. Yeah. And I, I must admit, I don't think we've got a Rangers captain in the team. No. <clears throat> so when I pick Arfield over Tav, I don't I'm not saying he's a finished article and he's a perfect nah. captain either, because he's not. No. I don't think any of them are. No. <clears throat> so is this a good point to go into the rest of the team then? Yes, I think it is indeed. Right, okay. Um, Where to start? Let's start McGregor. Right, let's start with McGregor. I start at the back. Let's start at the back. McGregor's been fairly consistent. You know, he's made some important saves during the time. I can't. Is there any goal that was scored that's been his fault? I I feel like like the rest of the team. I don't think he's in his best moments yeah. in twenty twenty. I I feel like there's been one or two where you just maybe no. Well, you're, he's, he's not had any massive howlers that are coming to mind, but there's had a couple where you think he could have done better, or you think if him in the centre halves were having better communication and working better together, he's almost been like a part of the pro. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you think, well, the goalie could do better, the centre halves could have done better, and we really should have done better. I, I, I don't feel like he's. Don't get me wrong, I think he's had a couple of good saves, but again, he's not had as many worldies this year than he normally has. I know yeah. he had a really good one against Hamilton, but. And I don't fault him for the goal at Hamilton either. It's like he couldn't. Why is he going to expect that? He can, there's no predicting exactly. that. Exactly. Um, but no, I don't. I don't feel like he's having a great year either. I feel like he's probably uh, eh, six. Done all right. Mm-hmm. No, no, any major no. shambles, but he's he's not been particularly great. No. By his own standards of you know, pulling us out of holes and stuff. Yeah. I'd say. One of the one of the parts of the team that's been fairly highlighted recently is a. Centre halves. Centre halves. I I feel. Let's chat about them. Um. I think, overall, this year, I feel like I'm watching a Three Stooges movie. Yep. Pretty Me much. Too. Me too. But I also, in something that we spoke about before we before we started this, um, is there is certain players who are bomb proof, in my opinion, in Gerrard's brain, and Connor Goldson's one of them. Hundred percent bomb proof, um. You know he can he can do nothing wrong. I I think he'll, I I I think he'll play on Sunday. 
hundred percent. Did you see the? I, I haven't, but I read a quote. Have you seen the presser for? Did say that Connor apologised to the team and stuff like that and that bit. I don't know. I I I seen a, a quote and it was um, I, I might have been misquoted. So it was just it was just a, a headline on a Rangers news app, and it was um, I don't know. It said something like Gerard says like uh, you know Connor's up for the fight or I don't know. Basically, Gerard was being somewhat um positive about Connor Goldson. Yep. So he's backing him up, but he's he's starting Sunday. So that that goes to show that he can do no wrong. He will play regardless. Aye, so so let's flip it. That mistake is is Katic. Kat, if that was Katic, you'd you'd no see him again for seven or eight games. If it was Edmondson, we'd no see him again for seven or eight games. Which seems that he's very he's very quick to bomb the two out, and he was also very quick to to throw them under the bus when he said the quicker that Hollander's back, the better. Aye. Which is a total. Like, just what we were talking about there, I was like, why the fuck is he saying that? I know. You know, there's no need to put these boys... Let's not forget, these two are two young boys as well. Edmondson, this is his first season up here with the pressures. He was played for Oldham. Aye. Before that, you know, we sort of coasting it. Big Katic, this is his second second season here. He's still young, but is he 21? 22 or something like that. And like you say, he, and he came out of... The Croatian wilderness, it's some yes. mid-table team in Croatia that you've never heard of before. Aye. Um, so no, you're right. And I mean, when he said that, when he said that, that was after St. Johnson. Yeah. And okay, so Katic was a three out of ten that day, or a two out of ten, or whatever. Goldson was a four or a three. He was yep. one better. Do you know what I mean? And Edmondson wasn't even good enough to get on the park. No. So that must have made him feel like a Aye, piece of exactly. shit. But and I mean, he should have subbed Katic that day at half time. Yeah. No doubts. Katic was having a bad day. Um. But Goldson wasn't having a good day. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, when he said that, he's he actually all three of them, all three of them were. Aye. But Edmondson didn't go on, so you can't blame him. But obviously, didn't he feel enough confidence I, in him to put him on? I feel like him saying that though was purely directed at Katic. It was, but I mean, so but he's the only one to blame when Aye, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. It's no. I, I don't think it's very fair. Let's go to the other side to the the left back. Barisic was having a great season aye, aye. before January and it seems like he's sort of slipped into the slump with the rest of them have done. I feel like um, with Barisic I'm not sure if he's feeding off the team or if he's back to the Barisic for the year before where his fitness isn't quite there and see if he's not 100% fit then when it comes to the Scottish game being as physical as it is I don't think we get I don't think he's he, he, he's able to give enough or maybe he's not committed enough so he just he just pulls back a wee bit around yeah. it hurt more. He's like, I'm not quite right. I'm not going to fully commit. I, I feel like he holds himself back a wee bit. And I don't know if it's that or if he is fully fit yeah, and he's just I like, it's dug meat run about me and Aye. I can't get out of this slump either. Yeah. I don't know. And it seems like the tactics as well is like, play the ball through the middle for a while and then pass it out to one of the, to pass out to Barisic or Tav and try and get them to hit a cross in. That's the tactics. It's fucking easy to defend. You get these big fucking lumps of centre-halves in Scottish football, just like, to me, to me, to me, every oh, week. Oh, These boys are just going to heater it further than me and you can yeah, kick it. Right, just, yeah, they're all right with that. They're lapping up, they're aye. lapping up. They all look like they've just escaped from Easter yeah. Island and can heater the ball 100 yards, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so Barisic is a funny one, this, this particularly this, this, calendar, this year. calendar year. I don't, know, I don't know if it's a case of, you know, he's, he's not really fit, he had a wee knock and stuff like that, and also is it a case of that the other players are bring them down and he's going down to their level I, I, just because of how we've seen him in the past I tend to lean towards 
his problem is his problem. But yeah. maybe it's no. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like he's not quite fully recovered yet, and um, that doesn't give him the. He needs to have full confidence in his body to compete physically in this league. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go into the midfield centre mids then. Oh right? Jesus, do we need to? Aye. <laughs> so the centre mids: Jack Davis, Aribo, Kamara, Arfield. Okay. Day five. Davis. Do you see Davis? Davis, aye. Um, I'll give you my view and then you give me yours. Right, cool. Davis, pish. Yes. Kamara, pish. Yep. Aribo, hit and miss. Yep. Jack, doesn't look right. Uh-huh. Kind of pish. Well, he's out, he's out of the game now. He's not, yeah. in, he's not involved in games. No. He doesn't look like there's something not right with him. No. Uh, Arfield, best player of the year. Yeah. Um, obviously he's injured now, which is yep. a shame. But he's been our, I think he's been our best performer of of uh, twenty twenty. Yep. Um, who did I miss? That was that was them five. Was that them? What's your view on them then? So um, let's go, Davis. Same. Don't recognise the player. No. That I've seen him before. How can he not pass five yards? Yep. The guy before last year. I mean, especially at the Piggery, you could have found you could have found Madeline McCann with a pass. <laughs> is the same, right? But it's now like. Genuinely, I don't... He couldn't hit a barn door no. if he was five yards away from it. No, does not look like the player he ever was. No, I can't... It's um, like he genuinely forgot how to play football. Yep. Kamara is looking every much like a 50 grand on D player. I, I feel like he needs a, 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 a definite breakaway. Like, the the pressures of playing, especially at Ibrox, are not doing that kid any no. favours. You remember, he's still a young guy, I yep. know, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there was talk this time last year to defend this bid in, like, 10 eight, million. 8 from? million, uh, like... Aye. Like, I mean, I'll wish the coronavirus to drive him the other <laughs> way and get the money. Aye, so he does not look, he looks bang out of form. He looks, he looks tired. He looks, he, <coughs> he looks like a, he looks like a 50 grand, like I said, a 50 grand on player. Um, Ryan Jack, I think Ryan Jack is carrying some injuries, playing for a while and then ended up getting taken off. He's injured, he's, he's getting... Injury he's prone. Injured, he's been getting injured more and more recently. I don't think it's the style of the way he's playing. I just think it's because he's not fully fit yet. Aye, and we're rushing him back because yes. we're dug meeting in the yes. middle of the park. So mm-hmm. you rush him back and then guess what? He gets a refresh. Yep. Something. I um, agree, I don't think he's right. Aribo, again, hit and miss. Played some good games. He's been played, obviously, as a bit further forward at times as Aye, well. He's played a few positions. Best left back, back in the world. Aye, exactly. <laughs> played there as well. Um, and I, I totally agree with what you say about Arfield. I think Arfield's been our best player this year so far. He's the only one that's sort of doing anything for us. Aye, I suppose we'll, we'll maybe, in the front line, we'll maybe come on to a potential second candidate, I feel. Yeah. Um, wingers. God. Where do you go with them? Um, I so think... Um, I only go. With the wingers, we have got... Why do why me rhyme half names and you tell Aye. me? Kent... Um, been a waste of money so far, in my opinion. Blown hot and cold, not definitely seven and a half million. Mental. Yep. Okay. Um. Next. Camberry. Camberry, has been. Bit of fresh. He's, he's been. He's been something different. Something energetic. The boys playing for his future. Because there's no chance he can go back to half ah, he, he, he set fire at every bridge. Yep. He, he just he cracked it in Apam on the first night, man, and just melted all the bridges. Pretty much. So he's playing for his future, and you can see that. But sometimes when he gets in front of goal, he looks every much a Hibs player. Aye, aye he's, um, he's, uh, he's got a level, isn't he? Yeah. Um, okay, Shea Ojo. Next. 
Waste of space. <laughs> um, okay, yep, that was, that was easy. Brandon Barker? Waste of space. <laughs> Jordan Jones? Who? who? Yep, Hi. perfect. Um, okay, I think the next one is the candidate who could maybe challenge our field. Yanis Hadji? Yes. Boys came in, been a total breath of fresh air. Um, looks hungry, looks determined, bagging a few goals as well and stuff like that. My only fear is he's going to get dragged down to this level soon. The way that we are playing and the mentality issues and stuff like that, they're going. He's going to get dragged down, to this. What mm. are you? Okay. No, I um I agree. I think there's there's two things that are going to happen with Hadji. Um, he's going to get dragged down, or I think if we can talk him into it, we buy him for four or five million in the summer and sell him on for ten million before he's even played for this kind of deal. You know, you get the deal sometimes. Aye. Making up the numbers. Don't quote me. I don't know what the don't know what we're going to buy him for. I don't know what we'll sell him for, but. Um, you know, like I think he's we we I would love to keep him for next season, and and try to, I think he's a winner, and yep. I think he's the kid you maybe try to, almost build a team around. I don't think Gerard's that kind of manager. As much as he picks his favourites, I don't think he's quite a build a team around a guy. Aye. I think he's I'll put guys and make that fit my style. Um, let's be honest, he's he's wed to this four three three. He's he's Mark Warburton uh, yes. in disguise tactically. He is. Um, there's no change in him. No. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I feel like he's maybe not that guy. Yep. Personally, I would take Yanis Hadji. I'd put him number 10 behind the striker, give him a bit of a free roll in there, and I would build a team around him. Yes. I think he's a sensation. I think so. At a well. level anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's, he's, got to be, he's going to be his dad or anything like that. You Aye. know, like, um, but at a level, yep. build a team around him, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Strikers. Defoe, let's start with the easy one. Defoe has been injured, not played much. No. Boys, boys just coming back. Scored a couple he, of goals. You know, he can, you know you can find an net anyway. Aye. But scored a few play. goals when Morelos was suspended. Three and four, I think he got. We need to play to his... If we're playing him, we need to play to his strength. So we kind of be doing what we've done against Hamilton when we bring him on playing these high fucking balls up to him. Aye, we, aye, we played to him like he was Mark Hately. Aye, exactly. Aye, aye, no bother. Aye. You can't do that to somebody. No. Like his, he bought the feet... Point about the box, he's scoring goals. Yeah. Okay, now probably the most controversial one, or probably not actually, Jesus given where we are. Man. Alfredo. He has fallen off the face of the earth and stopped at every McDonald's on the way, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he has. Faulty Grace has been unreal, man. It looks like a, somebody that spat the, like he spat the dummy. Aye, my, my take on Morelos is I think he wants it out of Scotland. Yeah. I think he's decided this isn't for me anymore. Between the, the press attention and people trying to cut his breaks or whatever was going on there, I don't know. Um, he's misses trouble. His mum's no well. He's you know like his disciplinary record. The press just abusing him all the time. Different language. I mean, it's yep. it's hard for the it's hard for the kid. It's got to be every away ground. Aye, every referee, every away fan. Absolutely just hates him and can't wait to give him a volley or a yellow card, depending if you're a, a fan yep. or a, a ref. Um it's 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 not an it's not an easy place. No. And all because from from for the vast majority of it, it's all because people don't like his face or his style. Yeah. I mean, let's let's put this into perspective. He's a twenty two year old kid who plays football for a living and gets paid like thirty grand a week. Now if you get paid thirty grand a week in Scotland, he's probably paying fucking 60 grand a month in tax or some yep. shit, right? He's probably paying about half of that in taxes. So let's just take random numbers. He's paying that amount of money to live here and play football. 
every single one of these fucking muppets that canes him probably don't pay that amount of tax combined. No. So he does more for this country and yep. he gets that sort of treatment just because they don't like the, t- the t-shirt he wears. Yep, that's a They don't like the look on his face and they don't like his style. Yep. If Diego Costa signed for Celtic the Mora, he'd be a revelation in Scotland. Yeah, he would be. He'd be the best centre forward that's ever graced the country. Is that for yep. the Morelos' style? Yep. That's um, selective media, isn't it? Selective media biased there. 100%. At its, at its highest. Um, it does look like since January, though, he has, like, form-wise, just fell off the face of it. It doesn't seem like he's really Aye. bothering. No. I um, should say, like, see if he wants it out of Scotland. I get it. Aye. I would want it out of Scotland. Yeah. Sometimes when I look at what happens to him, I want it out of Scotland. Yeah. Right? So, but he still gets paid very handsomely to play better football for the club and the fans love him yep. and I still feel like he's got to, he's got to deliver more or just tell the gaffer look don't play me I'm down in tools I need out of this country I'm happy to be here you know like till the transfer window or whatever I know you can't get rid of me but don't bother picking me because my mind's not on it yep and if he does that I would rather they done that and we get someone we get someone playing who's going to be here next season aye play a young kid play mm-hmm. whatever I would see honestly I would respect my else if he just went Gaffer, I'm amazed no, this place has fucking ruined me. Yep. I'd be like, you know what, kid? Fair enough. Aye. Do you know totally what I mean? Agree with you. Aye. So, so the team is... But aye, so apart from the odd bits of Joe Rebo, uh, Arfield when he's fit, aye. and Yanis Hadji, they're all shite. Yes, pretty much. They've been pretty, pretty awful. Form-wise, we should say. They're not, yeah, they are wise. not all shite. They um, are good players. But they are playing shite. Yes, they are playing. That's what I would say. They are playing terrible. So to wrap up, Who's to blame for this disastrous 2020? Uh, all of them, collectively. They all need to take responsibility for it. Managers, backroom staff and players all need to take responsibility together. Sure enough, Gerard picks the team. People say always the responsibility falls on the manager. He picks the team. He, he goes out there and sets the instructions, what they want somebody to play like, the tactics, um, everything like that. Uh, he however, sets the philosophy, all yeah. that stuff. Aye. However, the boys go out there and give dross performances like that. Like we've seen as well, that's collective responsibility. You? No, I agree. Aye. Um, it would be good to see some fucking ownership yeah. and responsibility taken. I feel like the biggest frustration for me is the repetition and the lack of improvement and the lack of ownership. Yeah. No one stepping up and going, right, we're going to try something different, we're going to whatever. It's just the same dross week in, week out. How many times this year have we said in our group chat that within five minutes, you're like, well, we know how this game's going to go. Yep. And guess what? We've been wrong zero times. Yep, exactly. A three, a f- four, four boys who work in a bank can work that out. Aye. <laughs> all started in a bank together can work that Combined out. Combined IQ of fucking a raisin, do you know what I mean? <laughs> what's, the, what's the hope for us? So, aye, pretty much I think they're all to blame, you agree? Yes, aye. The collective responsibility, 100% yep. all to blame. I mean, we, we sort of knew this wasn't going to be a cheery podcast, aye. but um, hopefully you guys got something out of it. Um, we'll be back again next week to discuss some more Rangers topics until then keep keep the faith guys and we're the people aye cheers aye. mate cheers